Hey everybody, this is Brendan with Evoke Bike. I've got an athlete whose big race this year is Leadville and he did it in 2019 and we're looking to break nine hours. Um, this guy's a level three athlete of mine, so I'm able to spend a little bit more time on the big picture things, really seeing the forest. I find so much more value and I'm gonna have this guy on the podcast that Jason taught me of how to look and see where things are going. Take a step back. Don't, he always was like, don't just look at the individual workouts. Don't just plan a calendar. And while making sure you execute those is a good thing, like step back. And so it's one thing I always ask, you know, I limit my, the number of people, number of athletes that I can coach just so I have time to do these types of things. But I was wondering, okay, you know, March, we're in the beginning of March. It had been a crazy year for this guy had a slight, I didn't even want to call it injury, but just had to ease off the bike a little bit. Um, had from probably lifting a little issue with his IT band that we just nipped in the bud. He's really good about, okay, you know what? I hadn't been foam rolling. I hadn't been doing my band work and I was training. So sometimes you just get a little like uh, snafu in you. I just went through the same thing with um, my inner thigh. I just... <laughs> I quote unquote got busy and stopped doing my band work and lo and behold, when you're riding 20 plus hours and you forget that that requires an hour throughout the week of maintenance, um, you know, I got right back on it and within a week it was gone, which is awesome. But getting derailed on that, um, one thing that I want to point out to people that you can do to zoom out. So you guys know I love looking at yearly work. I just went in and made a, you know, I compared year to date and then I went back to 2019 to the start and made, you know, from January 1st to March 8th. Um, surprisingly, with his super busy work schedule and the IT band issue, he's already done 11,000 KJs more. So that could be more time, more, he's just a stronger rider now, two years later. Either way, I think looking at your workload just gives you a sense of like, are you riding the bike? Because <laughs> that's clearly gonna be important for doing a race like Leadville. I do like taking a glance at the PD Curve Profile Strains and Limiters. His, his strength for 20 minute power is like a whole, what you know what they consider if you use this chart, like a point higher on the strength. And the limiter is back towards about 25 seconds. And I would guesstimate that that's just from not testing because when he took a break, we skipped doing a power dip test where you test your anaerobic numbers just to have fresh values in there, but more focusing on the strength, being quote unquote stronger based off the numbers that you're giving it from eight to eight minutes to three hours is amazing to see. And then lastly, they have a VO2 max chart, obviously, that you can go in and compare. And what I just want to see is the modeled VO2 max. He's four points higher now. Um, he's at almost 55, which is for a guy trying to break nine hours is great to see, but also his CTL is 20 points higher. So it just shows he's riding the bike more than he was two years ago when he wasn't that much from his goal. What's the point in this? You know, we've, I have a video, I think way back, one of the first YouTube videos I put out, I think, talking about like the pre-race litmus test. And, you know, we all kind of line up as racing is coming along 
and we're wondering like, do we do all the right training? How do we stack up against our peers? What have they been doing? It's a little bit easier to tell now because of things like Strava and people are way more social with their training. But, you know, you can always go back and compare your numbers versus previous years, compare if you've been riding the bike. But I would just say, make sure you're looking at a few different metrics. Like if you just go in and look at CTL, you're gonna hear from a guy from Training Peaks where because of the way he trains and his athletes now, his performance manager chart numbers are very different. He never goes negative. He actually doesn't even use this chart. This is a guy that is an educational spe- specialist from Training Peaks. You'll hear why, but focusing on just that chart would be a mistake. Or let's say we're talking about the strengths and limiters. If you focused on just that chart, maybe you hadn't tested a duration in the past two months. Don't, you know, like you got to make sure as you're looking at the forest, you're really looking at the forest and yearly work. That could be maybe you just rode um, a ton. You went on a bike trip to get away in January. You had this crazy week and you just like crushed a ton of miles. And that's why your work is so high and you're going to tell yourself like i'm in i'm in a better point for the spring when you really could be driving yourself into the ground so besides just looking at the metrics this i don't know if i've ever verbalized this what is the story of your training look at the story of your training what the hell does that mean brendan that's like super i want to use the word esoteric and i don't think that's even the right word like if i look at my training right now i would say okay You know, I could look at big hours. I could look at what I'm doing. My story is I'm riding big hours to work on VO2 max. I'm riding a lot of endurance to work on part of the VO2 max equation. I'm working on over-unders to work on a few different things, but mostly working on the ability to clear lactate and improve my FTP. Um, And I'm doing all those things so that I can compete against better gravel racers, hopefully do some big road races and have a ton of fun on the bike. I love training, I love riding. So ask yourself at like, you know, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? And where are you taking it? And is it going to help you achieve your goal? Your goals might be, I'm doing a Tuesday night group ride to be social and to gain race experience. And I'm racing on the weekend. Um, I'm trying to improve my overall engine, my FTP and my VO2 max because I'm a cat three and I want to upgrade to cat one. And you know, my, I don't really have a big race. All my races are relatively big. So I'm going to watch that video on how to be ready for 95% of these races. Um, as opposed to picking just one, because if you're trying to get upgrade points, you really don't need to peak for a race. You need to be pretty damn good for a lot of races. There's a video out on that. So this is this podcast. I just drank a cup of coffee is a little bit all over the place, but I think the take home that can segment into this next um, YouTube video is with Cody from Training Peaks about simplifying things, seeing the forest, and not overly focusing on one metric and drawing conclusions from it that really aren't true. Like ask how it fits into your training story. Hope you guys have a great start to the week and we will talk to you soon.